I don't know about you, but I am constantly told how lucky I am to be tall by short people. And for the most part, I can appreciate the privilege of inhabiting a body that gives me an unobstructed view at concerts, advanced selfie-taking skills. But there are times when, without sounding like a massive dick, um, it has gotten a bit much. And I'm sure you've probably been there too. So please see this podcast as a safe space to acknowledge those little moments of friction that we all know well. The microaggressions from strangers, the fruitless clothes shopping trips and the dating app profiles that say women under five foot four only. Um, Now be warned, actually I should have warned you just a minute ago, there are a few mild swears in this and we discuss some subjects that won't be suitable for children. Today, I am talking to Abby Duffercy, who is the six foot one beauty behind Instagram account at MyTool40s, about how she struggled to see any good in her height whatsoever until she connected with the tall community online. Welcome to Tall Stories. Three most annoying questions first. How tall are you? So I am, I think I'm just over six foot one. And do you get asked that a lot? I get asked it an awful lot, yeah. And a lot by men who mm. say, how tall are you? And I'll say six foot one. And my husband always remembers, he thought it was hilarious. We were on honeymoon in the Maldives and these two guys were sort of I was queuing for some food at the buffet and uh, and they were together and they just turned around and said to me how tall are you we've been chatting about it on the beach <laughs> how tall are you yeah brilliant you're having a great holiday and uh, I said oh um I'm you know leaning on my side uh oh I'm six foot one they went well you can't be six foot one in this friend you can't be six foot one because I'm six foot and I'm yeah. thinking you're like at most five ten. I'm yeah. telling you, you are at. And I went, oh, oh, uh, and and then when I went and sat back down, it was like, what, what was that? And I said they were asking me how tall they were, and they said I couldn't be six foot one because they're six foot. And he was just laughing. It's that yeah, happens it's so men. much, so much mm, with men. They just it? don't believe you. Yeah. yeah, but I think they do. They just they just want to justify their own height. They, they I always yeah. get told, no, nah, no, nah, you must be about six foot four, and I'm like. No, no, you're five foot seven, babe. That's that's the situation that's going on there. Um, Have you always been tall? Do you know what? Yeah, I have really. Um, I've got somewhere, I've got school photos of me at primary school and I was significantly taller than other people. I remember going um, to the doctors when I found out I was pregnant with Charlie and I... I was young when I had Charlie yeah. and I and I went and and they said oh I said oh I'm pregnant and they said oh okay congratulations well we'll need to uh, measure and weigh you and I said oh okay and you know I had totally forgotten this and they um so they weighed me measured me and and I said oh what do, what does that say and they said uh you're six foot whatever it was said you're six foot one I went mm, 
No, I think I'm probably about six foot. And they went, no, you're six foot. I came out, my mum was in the waiting room and I came out and went, they said I'm a six foot one and I'm not. <laughs> she was like, how's everything else? I went, yeah, it's fine. But I'm not, I'm six <laughs> foot, I'm sure I'm six foot. And this was like, so yeah, I must have, I obviously didn't realise how tall I was going through secondary school. I just knew I was, in the 1980s, I was significantly taller than yeah. my peers. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing as well. I mean, my my mum got crossed actually with me the other day because I said she wasn't tall in um, a podcast. I said, you know, she's ah. she she was five foot ten. She's now a little bit shorter. She's not really that tall. Mum's like five foot ten because that's what she was. I is, heard you say that. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, that was tall. She says, I'm. You yeah. have to remember, Laura. She's like, I'm um sixty three. And she said, five foot ten went back in the seventies. It was it was tall. So she said, so I do know what you've gone through. So yeah, that's absolutely right because at that time it was really yeah. tall. Yeah. yeah. So I think it is. It's definitely sort of proportionate to age group in terms of being a six footer. Whether you're a you know a fifty year old six footer, a forty year old, thirty year old, it, you've had a different experience growing up. Definitely. Um, are your family tall? So my dad is six two yeah and my mum who is no longer with us was five ten but she for her her generation she was really tall and are your children tall so charlie is six one six two yeah and he's he's always been really tall um evie (laughs) And this really blows my mind. It really <laughs> blows my mind. She's five foot eight. I feel like my younger self, with the hideousness that went on throughout my life because of my height, yeah, I feel like I manifested a daughter, <laughs> not not to be who's not that tall, not yeah, to be very very tall. Well, and I remember you saying it's mortified, mortified oh. that she's not at the very least. 510, 511. Yeah. She is, yeah. So oh, we try so not to funny. talk about it. Isn't it? Isn't um, it? Yeah. And I remember you saying once we had a chat on your Instagram and you were saying that you were so relieved when you found out that you were having a boy. A boy. It's so mad, Laura, how it horrifies me because it's the truth. And not long after I gave birth to my son, one of the absolute first things, if not the second thing I said was, I'm so glad he's a boy. He won't be bullied for his height because I knew he'd be tall. And that just is, that's horrifying to me now. So I was 22 when I had Charlie, but um, yeah, my height was was still at that point very much a negative in my life for me because I hadn't accepted it at all. So it, it's interesting then because you obviously have started a brilliant Instagram feed called um, My Tall Forties. So tell me about why you began that and what your journey um, has been like with your height while doing that. It has been, I will say, extraordinary because you're talking to me at a point now where things seem to have changed. So I seem to have had this huge shift yeah. in where I began in 2018 in my 
mm, oh, can't do the math this quickly, early 40s, was 2018, early 40s, I'm 48, whatever. 2018, I felt, uh, an Im- I honestly can say, I felt an impulse to share one afternoon on Instagram an account that showed some clothing that I found that I thought other tall women would like. I follow mm. such lovely ladies and I love their fashion and I love but I also know I mean even this morning I was looking at something and I thought oh god I love that brand it's a brand I absolutely love and then I think right well I know that won't fit me like that so it won't look mm. like me on that and and so I, I just think thought, when, when you're tall fun- and you look at Instagram or any adverts or clothing in magazines your eyes almost just glaze over I always find with magazines yes. you kind of get an impression of what is fashionable yes. but you will never yes look at something hone in and go that's going to fit me you just don't and it's the same with shopping as well your eyes just kind of gloss over everything you kind of take it in but you know the mini dress is is going to show your vagina you know that the suit jacket over there is going to be between your elbows and your wrists yeah um it's yeah you don't I, I I feel like I'm almost immune to Instagram adverts I'm not one of those people that buys things very easily and very quickly simply because I know stuff is not going to fit. So I'm used to just blocking it out, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's so ingrained in you, isn't it? You do it, mm. it's, it's it's in your subconscious. You just go, right, no, no. You're scanning, no, no, no. And you're seeing almost visuals in your head of the blazer is going to be like that. But yeah. you see, this is something that I say as well on, on my Instagram if I do trials. We, some, we sometimes have to wear things differently. So yeah. you might want to wear that, but you know, now with people doing the sleeves up with the hairbands and all of that, I've been doing that for years because I have to do that because what then it makes do? it you look put, like I've just- put a hairband over the top of the blazer. put a hairband and, and then just ruch it and it holds it. Yeah. So I would just make it more obvious, like that's how I'm wearing it. Yes, you know? I'm doing this deliberately. It's a choice. Yes, it's not because it looks silly and everyone would think, oh, she's really tall, so it doesn't fit her. I haven't ever had until recently confidence in my height. Yeah. I have confidence in other things. I have confidence with, with other things, with people and making people feel good. And I love to be, you know, be the person who, to uplift other people. It's heaven for me. Yeah. Um, perhaps because I haven't felt necessarily that way myself throughout my life. When I am around people, I just want to make them feel good. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. I want to just talk about that probably comes as well from being a tall person. So you almost want to jump in there before anyone says, gosh, you're very tall or cool. Look at the size. So you say, hello, how are you? And you just or I just ask them questions about them. Tell you know, what about you? You just turn it all onto them. So they're just talking about themselves because I don't, please don't talk, because I know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about my height. And yeah. I don't want to, and, and when you talk about my height, it triggers a lifetime of insecurities. And I, do you, you think know. as well that we do it because we subconsciously feel like we are intimidating to people? So we instantly, see, I, I don't know if this is to do with my height, but I, I always feel like I make a bit of a tit out of myself. <laughs> Almost on purpose and I don't know if it's to do with my height or it's to do with I do that all the time yeah and I don't know if it's to do with like because I'm worried that other people will make a tit out of me so I'm doing it first so it could be that it could be quite self-serving but then there's also this part of me that thinks I just want to put people at ease and sometimes I 
act like an idiot, to put people at ease. And then they're like, God, you're being such an idiot. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm only doing this though to put the other people at ease. (laughs) It's so funny that you've said that. As you're saying it, it's like something's just gone. That's you. Yeah. As you said it, the penny just dropped with me because like, why are you... And I do, I do that, oh, you know, I'm such an idiot and da, 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 and just talk myself down because, because as a tall person, and we're talking very honestly about living in the tall body, we know from our experiences in our lives that people can feel intimidated. You are not intimidating, but they could feel intimidated yeah. by your physical presence, which is generally significantly taller than them. So straight away, yes, yes, yeah. I do just that. Kind of- I yeah, just I, talk myself down and yeah, just, I'm such an idiot. Oh yeah. 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 I, don't, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like maybe it is quite intimidating and I don't, I don't, it shouldn't be, but to see someone who is both tall and confident. So in my head, I think I maybe minimize that. And I really don't think that I should do, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely do find myself doing that a heck of a lot gosh yes sorry I'm just having I'm just having a complete moment of clarity how weird it's it's like this is like therapy god how weird I'll pay you at the end we'll do Um, no worries we'll do it every week (laughs) could we I do think as well at school I when I look back I really notice how people boys and girls would try and almost bring me down a peg or two and I in all honesty and maybe this is slightly my fault because I did put out an a total air of confidence and I you know did a lot of drama stuff I spoke you know publicly at school and things like that and so I probably gave this air of confidence but actually I was so chronically insecure I, I felt socially awkward I wasn't sure if I fitted in all this kind of stuff and yeah, I, I, I really kind of masked it with this kind of air of confidence and this sort of loudness and this kind of brashness, maybe sometimes even as well. And, and people would really try and bring me down a peg or two, you know, they would take the mickey out of me or say stuff. And actually, I know I was putting out this, this persona of confidence, but inside I was crumbling and inside I was chronically insecure so those comments were really really hurtful and I would brush them off and laugh them off and so people think that they could say them more yeah. and more but yeah. in actual fact it, it was really damaging and I look and that back and, and that sits there yeah. yeah yeah it definitely does and I think maybe if I could have done that a little bit differently I probably would have just been more honest about my insecurities and and spoken them out a little bit but more. But as a child, that make you, that's you being vulnerable, and that yeah. and that and children, as we know, can be really cool because they're learning about themselves and what pushes their buttons. So if you did show your vulnerable side at that time, you could have had you know just as much. Um, you could have had the abuse that you've got anyway. Oh, you know who does she think she is? She you know being yeah. in all these things. Interestingly, I have. I had all those feelings you just talked about, all of them that you that you masked with putting yourself out there, being in the place and putting it, doing the speaking, doing. And, you know, I I literally did the polar opposite. I had all the same feelings as you. 
and about my physical presence and knowing that I was very different to pretty much everyone else in my school, um, certainly in primary school where it all began. Um, and I did exactly the opposite to what you did. So to, I protected myself at all costs by not putting myself out there at yeah. any point. No, I would say I no to everything. I would say no to everything. And to the point where even going into my teens and my early 20s, to the point where I'd just lie. If I knew yeah. I didn't want to be in there because I, I, because of people having a certain idea of you based purely on your physical presence yeah. and knowing I wasn't that person, I just couldn't bear it. So I just go, so I'll just do nothing. So when I was the tree in the play, <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good. Were you actually the tree in the play? Yes. You were a tree. <laughs> I just, mm. I just thought that was like a cliche that sometimes people no. are trees in place. You were actually a tree. No, I've been a cloud as well. You know, and that was that was in late primary school. I just had a cloud on my head. And there was actually all these other speaking parts. But, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, I say now I didn't mind and I didn't mind. Mm. But now I look back and think, oh, that's really quite sad because I know why you didn't mind. I think I was just happy to go, yeah, I'm good with being, I don't know whatever one of the three wise men it's very much molded my entire life mm. um not doing things because of being so aware of my size and not wanting to put myself in those situations you know the whole going to concerts things like that I what I just haven't really put myself there because it's so uncomfortable mm. um you know we've all got examples of that I think once you said about do you want me to just stand like right at the back is there a place right at the back for all the tall people and but I probably back in the day would think, but that's where I'd be comfortable. Put me at the, because then you just don't have the people go, I can't see, I can't see. And whilst I feel for them, well, perhaps like rather than be cross with me, you could, we could come to like an agreement. You move to the side, right? I move to the side slightly. Yeah. But I don't think I should be made to feel like I shouldn't be there. And that's no. the thing like growing up. That's um, the stupid thing. The annoying thing about concerts is when they say, oh, could you just move slightly? And it's like, okay, well, then do I move for the next person and the next person yeah, and the next yeah. person? Or could you just slightly move yourself? Yeah, but I actually, yeah, but I actually haven't even been to that many concerts purely because of that. And I understand that some people may think, I couldn't give a flying one. They can move, whatever. But that hasn't been my experience. I haven't felt like that, that. when people are uh, aware of my size and I was always so aware of it. I think, oh, yeah, it's, oh god what night you know we had a uh, carnival once a year where I grew up in the village and it was a big thing but you could only stand obviously on the pavement watching it wasn't very big and every year without fail people would moan at me if I stood not at the back it's like you can't say even as a child people like moaned at me you would um, you would avoid doing things because yeah. of your height so you'd avoid going to concerts you'd avoid without without a doubt do you look back and feel like if you could do it again, you'd do it differently and that there were opportunities missed because of your lack of confidence. Oh, that's really hard because that's the sort of thing that could, at this part, in, at this time in my menopausal journey, could trigger tears. Yeah. Because in all honesty, yes, I would do mm. things differently because it's I would be it? so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad because it's your life. It's your one life and you think, oh, that's that's sad actually yeah yeah but I think so many people can relate to that and there might also be people listening that are like oh yeah okay actually I have I am missing opportunities because I'm scared of standing out and I'm scared of you know comments yeah. and so I'm turning things down and actually when you look back 
you, you possibly would have been able to cope with those comments and you possibly would have found ways to grow that resilience and push through yes. and, and have those opportunities. Yes. For me, and I'll also just say my sister is six foot one. I don't think she had the same experience as me. I don't think it also her best friend was also very tall. And I think they were sort of like the, the tall girl. She's five, uh, she's like four years older than me. Um, but my experience going to the same schools and everything mm. um, was very negative around my height. That, That's that really interesting. So your sister was the same kind of, height as you but she didn't have that same problem with it. I mean, I guess we're all different personalities as well, aren't we? But she, um, yeah, it just wasn't something, I mean, it was almost like her and her best friend might be teased a bit by some of the boys, but in a jokey way. Yeah. And they were to laugh about it. Um, and they shared in that experience for, together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Whereas you see my school photos of my class, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just they always put me next to the headmaster because like they're we, we, we're just yeah. standing so tall you look like you a know, teacher I, don't you yeah, I, remember, I remember yeah when in sixth form when I I don't even think I've told my friends this because it's such a nightmare in sixth form <laughs> when you start wearing your own clothes to school there'd be a supply teacher and they'd be like oh um are you taking this lesson or whatever and I'm like <laughs> I'm 17 but, but, but that's the point as well isn't it the the responsibility that comes with being very tall so not only yes uh do people just see you and so for example they would turn around if people were talking just turn around and go Abby and I'd be like because they just turn around and see you it's so interesting you say that about responsibility because I I don't know if it's because I'm tall but I do find that I feel like it's always had to be me that like growing up I just remember this is a really silly example but when we were like 13 and we'd first start going out in Kingston and I remember going to you know you'd go shopping with your friends and I remember going to Pizza Hut and us all sitting down and then the waiter turned to me to ask what Mm. everyone wanted and (laughs) this used to happen quite quite a lot and I feel like I've kind of it's either because I'm taller, it's because I'm an absolute gobshite. And I think I know which one my husband would tell me. <laughs> but I do feel like I've kind of assumed that position, whether because yes. I want to or because I have to, because I feel like anytime, I always feel like anytime there's like a crisis or a disaster, and I'm not a very wise person, but everyone just turns around and like looks at me and I'm like, oh, oh yes, okay, I'll take that yeah. one. No, and I would say definitely it's based it's weird. on your on your height. You know, I don't, you know, I've got to know you over the last couple of years, but I don't know you. I think you're wonderful, but I, I don't know what your husband was. <laughs> I don't know. But for me, it would be a height thing um, yeah. in terms of people just sort of, because you're treated older. So when I was 14, yes. I remember getting told off for something and I was like, and I remember them saying, "What are you, seventeen? And I was like, "I'm fourteen, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. because they just assume you're older. So you, it's sort of like you can't behave the age that you were because you're looked at as like, oh, but it's like I'm not, not seventeen, like thirteen or fourteen, and you're. But you me- almost start growing up faster, I think. Yeah. Be- oh, 100%. for that reason, I think hundred percent. You you kind of assume that more adult role, I think, very early because people. People you treat you like an adult. You like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, That's adults just treat you like a peer. And I also, I went to work very early. I left college, left my A levels, and I went to work. I remember the MD like 
having a word with me and and I, I just felt like he thinks I'm like in my mid-20s and yeah. I'm like just I was just turning 17 I was like a baby it is funny when you talk about work I remember being 21 and I just left uni I started my first job at channel five I used to work for like the kids show which was called milkshake mm. and I was in the office oh, yes. and we had this um new presenter who'd started and he came in and like all week he was like asking me what to do and stuff and I was like oh you know just do that's over there and then that's over there and he's like and what about this and 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 like he was saying things like um can I go home now he was following me around but asking me all these questions and then by the end of the week end of the week he went god I just realized you're not the boss he said I've realized that Claire's the boss I thought it was you (laughs) it's definitely your height it's 100 your height people just see you which you know other people say what is your problem with that? You know, they think you're a figure of authority because of your presence. I know that people may criticize and say, oh, well, what a dreadful problem to have. But actually it has had, yeah, it has brought problems. People assuming certain things about you purely based on your physical presence. It's a a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because yes, Yes. it's great to seem like the boss at work because, you know, it (laughs) would be rubbish to be seen as someone where people were like, oh, they'd never come up they wouldn't assume that role. However, it does mean that often I feel like someone might ask a question and my friendship group is maybe standing there going, hmm, uh, and then I'm like, oh, I just have to answer. I just have to answer. I just have to do it. And you kind of jump in there. And so maybe that's why I'm... It's sort of a role you take on though, isn't yeah. it? It's a role you take on because you think, because of your history, people just assume, oh, because they turn around and there you are, taller, bigger, whatever than everyone else. It's like, you're a figure of authority. And I can yeah. see, like, like you say, it is a double-edged sword because you think, well, some people might think, well, lucky you. Yeah. You don't. You just think, but you're anyway. Yeah, it's difficult that one. It's really the other difficult. thing. The other thing I think as well, um, and I'm sure this probably happened to you as well. I felt like I was sexualized by mm. the male gaze from mm-hmm. very, very absolutely early on. So I remember being twelve and going on holiday with my mum and dad, and we were walking down the road. And there were just so many men staring at me. And yeah. now, you know, that sounds like a lovely problem to have. Uh, <laughs> sadly, it doesn't happen very much. I don't turn many Cornish farmers' heads, unfortunately. Um, I'm but, sure you do. But mm-hmm. I I remember that holiday not wanting to go out. And I remember yes. being in the hotel room and I was like, I really don't want to go out. I really don't want to go out. And I wouldn't ever have said why to mum and dad because yeah. it would have just been too yeah. mortifying, too embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah. It did used to happen. And from the age of about 12 years old, because I was the height of an adult at 12 years old, I was getting these stares at these looks that I felt incredibly uncomfortable with. And yeah. and I absolutely do not mean this in an arrogant way. I know it's happened to a lot of a lot of tall women. It was horrible and I hated it. And I just wished that it would stop. And it gave me a bit of a fear of men for quite a while yeah. and it and it was a long time before I ever because I kind of I sort of fought against it a little bit and it was a long time before I ever felt sexy myself because men to me just seemed a bit predatory because they were there at a time when I wasn't ready for them to be absolutely I know exactly what you're saying and it sort of forced you in, into 
have like thinking about things about what and at an age where well we shouldn't ever be thinking about it but having said that Abby you you're going through this incredible life shit life shit life shift (laughs) at the moment (laughs) we've had we've had plenty of those this is a life shift um and you started off with my tall 40s and you wanted a place for fashion and to share your finds and it happened more over lockdown you started off not liking your height but you said to me recently you now have embraced it and even love your height i i absolutely love it i'm 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 actually really grateful to you to have the opportunity to come not just to share it with other tall women but to to reaffirm to myself, you have genuinely made that shift in your yeah. life at 48, yeah. where I can honestly say, hand on my heart, I absolutely, I wish my mum was here. I, I actually oh. wish my mum was here to, to know yeah. that I actually love being in a tall body now. That and, is, it's and, so incredible to hear, because I think as well, there'll be other women who have maybe looked at tall influencers, have looked at tall groups, and they've seen people saying, I love my height, I love my height. And they're thinking, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And that's never going to be me. And Mm. for you to have sort of turned that mindset around in four years to genuinely, and I believe Mm. you, genuinely with every fibre, love being Mm. tall, that's wonderful. And and so there might be people that are listening going, "I, I still have not come to terms with it. Yeah. And... They might. It, it hasn't. It hasn't been an overnight. You know, this community of women on my tall forties has has been absolutely instrumental in finding mm. me and helping me embrace who I am. Even though a lot of them are not confident in themselves. So. When are you going to bring out your own range of tall girl jumpsuit? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and and you know, it's something that really excites me. I mm. I think about it, and I mean, I've wanted to design like a tall brand of clothing, like a capsule collection for since I was probably about eighteen or nineteen. But it was just like a thing that was always in my head because mm. I'd see things that I love. You know, there's styles that I love, and like I've said to you before, my style is not groundbreaking, but it's very easy, chic, sort of. You know, that kind of very very easy style um but but to have the pieces that actually fit properly would be amazing so it is something I think about and as I am getting older and certainly like you say my son is 26 my daughter will be 17 soon um I don't have those responsibilities I just think I don't know how do we do that how do I fund it all these things so Mm. it, it is something that I am I am seriously thinking about because I have people DM even yesterday someone DM me saying if you had your own rage, I'd definitely buy from you. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah well, that's the thing. I and think... that's what people used to say to me. And I think, yeah, it is tricky. You don't know where to start, but everything no. is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Yeah. Like everything can seem insurmountable and tricky, but you start looking into it and you just put one foot in front of the other and you take those little incremental steps and I don't want to put any pressure on you because if you don't want to start a range then don't start it however earlier on in this conversation you did say that it it upset you thinking about the things you didn't do when you were in your 20s because you're tall so think about Mm. what 59 year old Abby would be saying to you now would you do it or not do it but only if you want to fit what 59 year old Abby would be saying to you oh 59 oh my god oh god (gasps) I love that you gave me the death eyes and went 49 
I know. Laura, I'm, thinking, I'm like, I'm looking good for nearly 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, that's not the case. Um, no, God, that, that's so interesting. And that sort of gives me shivers because I think when you say, you know, no pressure, if you don't want to do it, are you kidding? It's all I've ever mm. dreamt of, all mm. I've ever dreamt. And I'm sure actually lots of tall women dream of it. I'm sure lots yeah. of tall women, because you just think, oh, if I could just pull out those perfect jeans, the perfect jumper, or, you know, whatever it is. And it's just right. Um, but 59-year-old Abby would say, uh, what would she say to her younger self? What would she say to her, like, teenage self? I No, like, I think... I mean. What I'm saying is, when you were younger, because we've had this conversation before where it, you said, you know, it kind of upsets you thinking you avoided doing things like going to concerts, yes. you avoided being the main part yes. in plays, you avoided, you know, anything that would make you be oh, seen, just avoided being you know, have a birthday yeah, party just, way at the centre of attention. Yeah. And you oh, look yeah, back yeah, at yeah, it yeah. now and you think, you look back with some sadness. Okay, I it. totally understand what you're Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, all those things have been the case for me and I haven't done lots of things because for fear of just putting myself out there and feeling, you know, the judgment of that sort of, oh, who does she think she is? Because I think that comes with being very tall. People assume that you're mm. very pleased with yourself. Sometimes you think you couldn't be further from the truth. And now with age, I think, honestly, you really don't need to think about what anyone else thinks about you. It's kind of irrelevant, regardless of how you might be triggered from the past with things. It's really irrelevant. And I think 59-year-old Abby would say, you really need to get on and do what it is you want to do. Like, mm. what is it you really want to do? You should do that. And that's so funny that you say that because I think it's something that I've dreamt of pretty much for the best part of my life. Well, mm. I think now is a good time, if you're okay to, to read the letter to your tall teenage self. I am happy to do that. I I wrote it... Um, I wrote it and found it quite difficult actually to write and um and there were tears but so it should be all right now okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting for the that. day someone does cry so you can <laughs> well I'll make it I'll happen oh, <laughs> okay so dear 13 year old Ab be kind to yourself don't let what other people say about you or to you affect how you feel about yourself you don't need to change to make anyone else feel better or worse about themselves. That's up to them. The people who are bully bullying you about your height are hurting about things in their own lives you know nothing about. It's not about you. It's how they feel about themselves. So don't try to make yourself small to fit in with them. You never will. I know it's hard to imagine now, but you won't always feel so uncomfortable in your skin and you won't always want to keep your world so small oh here she goes <laughs> in, in fact the very thing that makes you so different and what you hate so much about yourself now will be the very thing that allows you to help others in the future you will no longer allow all those people to darken your light you will come to realize that your heart is actually your superpower and you will help other tall women to feel the same too. The anger that you feel now will dissipate and with kindness and love, you will learn to ignore others' opinions about you and embrace your difference because you are so much more than your physical presence. You are so much more than your height. You are Ab and that is enough. Oh, Abby. So I told you it's like a therapy session. Oh. Like, what are you doing to me? 
but it just all came out that was it I wrote it and that was that I was like god it's so uh it's a lot it is a lot you know so like I say I know there's loads of women who really love it and have you know I grew up in a very small village in Wiltshire and you know I did definitely struggle (laughs) but I know there's lots of women who love it but that is my experience and if that helps anyone then that is job done what a lovely woman Abby is. She just has this uncanny ability to make you feel like one of her oldest and dearest friends. And I'm just so glad that she's found peace with her body, even if it did take over 40 years to get there. You can follow Abby's fashion finds on her Instagram at mytall40s. And if you're looking for women's shoes in larger sizes, you can shop my brand, Otto and Ivy. See you next time. Bye.